Welcome to episode 15 of the Making Waves Mindset Show. Thank you for joining Dave and I today as we discuss the steps needed to starting your own business. It was as a result of a great listener email and we wanted to let you know some of the foundational building blocks that you can do today to get your journey rolling. Remember, dream bigger, take action and make waves in life. We hope you are excited to join us as we make waves in episode 15. Well, all right, let's get let's get down to business. Let's get down let's get down to business. Welcome everyone. Episode 15. Episode 15. Here we are. Making Waves Mindset Show. Thank you for joining and following yours truly and beautiful Dave Moskowitz. Live, <laughs> live and in charge. That's right. That's right. Uh, we like to thank you as always for sharing, commenting, reaching out to us. Uh, Dave and I are huge believers in if you see value in the show. Yes. Let others know your feedback has been very warm and welcoming and we can see that uh, our story, though we are not, you know, as far in our journey as as we'd like to be, but we are taking those steps and bringing you through the story um, is making an impact for many of you. And that is really cool. Let us revert back to what this podcast is about. You know, we've we've uh, we've had majority of our shows uh, so far. We've talked a bit about business. We've talked a bit about fitness. I've uh, had some feedback that uh, our seventy-five hard episode was a bit too much. Seventy-five hard, not enough, not enough business, uh, and that's great feedback. You know. Uh, you know, I think along the way, myself and Richard, we're learning this. This is a process, right? Just like opening up your own business, just like getting into business for yourself. It's a process of learning. You need to learn what you're doing right. You need to learn what you're doing wrong. And you got to listen to your clientele. And our clientele is the people who are listening, people who are subscribing. So feedback is amazing. Feedback is important. If you think that you want to hear more of something, just let us know. Yeah. Send us an email. Please. Leave a comment. Stop listening to us. Share it with someone else that wants to listen to us. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And and, and you know, the best part is we are not exclusive to the everyday, you know, entrepreneur, small business space. There are aspects of the show that we hope could inspire you in other ways in life because it is a mindset show. We are wanting you to make waves and make changes to take action. And as we continue to put out the episodes, we're also pivoting. You know, we appreciate the feedback. We're changing some of our, our diagrams or illustrations or photos and, and how we present our show. And, you know, we're finding those efficiencies. And much like starting from nothing, we are learning and we are quickly adapting to new things. And if we didn't take the chance to make waves, Dave, would we be here? <laughs> we would not. We definitely would not. Yeah. We would not be here if we didn't. And uh, whether those waves you've decided or they've made someone's made the choice for you, it pushed you in that direction, yeah. then uh, th- those are the waves that you're riding. Absolutely. I think today we are going to cover something Dave and I were speaking on recently, and it has to do with, well, it's a few different things. Uh, we had another listener question come in, yeah, but I think it could tie in nicely to a topic in a book I was reading. So there's an author out there. His name is um, Harv Ector, and he wrote the book, The Millionaire Mindset. 
And recently, I have come across a lot of his content on social media covering the topic of you need to only focus on one business strategy, that niche. And for those who don't know what a niche is, that is a specialty, that is a really pinnacle focal point of something and not being very general. And focus on that exclusively. Dave and I are of the opinion that at some point you need to create multiple streams of income. And it ties into my background being, well, there's passive income and there's active income. And it brought some great discussion for Dave and I because we truly believe, well, L, um, Harv, we kind of disagree with you, but we understand what you are saying. At some point when you become an expert in the field on a topic and you have staff who can do other things, hire staff because you are the expert at something that only you can do in your business. So why would you be trying to be the jack of all trades, which then loses your focus on things? Right. But we can dive into passive and active income shortly. But Dave, what uh, what are your thoughts so far? So you, you have to look at different aspects of a business. How are you starting that business? And this is what we were talking about. Is it you who's starting that business? Are you the only one? Is it by yourself? Are you the mailman? Are you the social media person? Are you the, uh, financer? You know, are you doing all aspects of that job? And you might be that person because let's say you're, for example, let's say you're starting a fitness, uh, personal training industry. Well, that revolves around you. That's right. Uh, and so you are, you are the social media guy, unless you have some, uh, initial income that you can afford to pay someone to do your social media for you. That's right. But initially you're going to be that social media person. You're going to be the mailman. When somebody sends you an email, you're going to be the person taking photos and sponsoring yourself out there and pushing yourself to everyone. So you are the jack of all trades. You are that expert. And once you've gone to a point where you're like, okay, I have now have X amount of people and I can't handle this amount of people. Well, what do you have to do? Scale up, scale up, right? You're going to scale up. You then don't become that initial person who's doing everything anymore. You now have staff with you. So what do you do? You hire somebody, you're going to hire another person. Potentially you're turning into your one man stop shop gym, right? Per per se. And you have a a line of, of people that you're working with. You're still not going to potentially be that person out training anymore. That's right. You're still the expert though, because you started the business. That's right. You're still that expert, but it gives you that opportunity to back away now from doing the everyday business portion of it to now just managing that business. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and that is one of the biggest failures in business. And I'm only saying this from, from um, a lot of reading experience and other people in the space. A lot of industry leaders started small, uh, you know, the mom and pop shop, and they were unwilling to, let's say, bring team members on board. And that is the biggest hurdle that will crush your business. Business, entrepreneurial, small business is a difficult field to be in. Dave and I have shared that with you. We continue to share that with you. It is not easy, but you can do it when you have the right mindset. And if you are worried about money and you're unwilling to put somebody into a role that anybody can do so you can focus on the most important aspects of your business, that is where you will snuff the fire and extinguish your your your, your blaze. You are going yeah. to flatten the waves. It's going to be a calm pond and you will not grow substantially. So when I look at some of my friends in the space and who are much further along than I am in other aspects of business, they've recognized that and they have rapidly brought staff on to do the everyday tasks to do the simple things. Even on the show, folks, you might not realize as Dave and I build this brand, it's a company, it's a business. It's something that together we have an effort, passion, and interest in doing. And at some point, there are things that we will need to scale back from because we are recognizing anybody can do these certain things for the show. We need to now focus on 
other aspects of the show to grow it even larger, grander, and more significant to hit all of you where you need the information to come from. So, yeah, we, we've we've talked about this in other episodes. You can't be an expert in everything. No, you cannot be that person that's mastering every aspect of yeah. the business. It won't it won't operate. There's people out there who have gone to school for marketing. Yeah. Those are your experts that's that right. you want to employ. You don't have to be the marketer. That's you right. don't have to. You might start off being the person who's marketing, but I guarantee you, I've gone through in in my business, we've gone through a, almost a one year re, um, review, overlook review oh, yeah. of our of our of our marketing by a company, yeah. and the amount of mistakes I have made at the beginning in marketing, crazy amount. Yeah, but hundred percent. But because I'm not, I didn't go to school for marketing. I didn't learn from previous people on marketing. I'm learning now. I'm learning from the people who are experts. So you have to, you have to go get experts. You have to get people just like going to the gym. Same thing as going to the gym. You go to the gym, you can go to the gym Monday to Friday by yourself for the rest of your life. You won't see the same, uh, changes in your body that you would if you went to a coach. Simple as that. The reason why actors have coaches, the reason why singers have coaches, the reason why there's always somebody instructing somebody else is so that you can learn from somebody who knows more than you because there always is someone that knows more than you. Joe Mancini, episode seven, right? Exactly. Get a mentor, get a coach. Save yourself the time and headache. Right now, the book I'm reading, Reinvention, Arlene Dickinson, She's talking about it. I'm literally at the end. That's all she's continuing to say. Why are you wasting time doing things that somebody else have the experience in doing already? Right. The knowledge base behind it. You are an expert in something that is unique in your niche. You need yep. to focus on that. You need That's to right. hire people. You need to get a mentor to take over those aspects of the business yep. that are mundane, simple, that you no longer should be putting your time into. Right. I'll give you I'll give you a real life example. Right now, I'm in the process of looking at bringing a franchise to Canada, and uh, we're most likely going to be the first people bringing it to Canada. This brand of franchise, and once the structure that the franchisees who uh, the franchisor that's set up for us as the franchisees to do is not the person who's doing the job. It's the managing of the company. That's right. They don't want you to be the one who's in the front line dealing with the customers. They want you managing the company and they want you as a franchisee to manage that company. I don't have to know what the front guy line does. I just need to know how to manage that person who's at the front line. Correct. And make sure they're doing what they're doing properly so that I can make income for the company, which is mine. Yeah, 100%. So to to Harv's point, it's... You know, it, it was a very interesting perspective of somebody who's very successful themselves. And I think what he's also perhaps meaning is that there's an active income. So as Dave says, right. you know, the active income in life is the time that you put in, you're trading for money. The passive income are those opportunities that are creating revenue for you when your head hits the pillow and you're sleeping at night. And that is a reason why I choose real estate. That is why I am looking at, with my wife, other opportunities in the apparel space. And there are various things that we can do that we don't need to be there managing every day. So I think to Harv's point and what he's speaking is having to do with the active income. You focus on what you're passionate about. There are very successful people out there. I think we were talking about Kevin O'Leary. What does he have, Mm -hmm. 38 different businesses you were telling me, Dave? Yeah. Talk about a champion, somebody right. who knows exactly what they need to focus on, but there are people underneath him who are running the ship and keeping the water, you know. Yeah, he's, he's a very successful businessman. Yeah. 
And whether you like the way he acts and whether you don't like the way he acts, you can't take away the f- success that he's had. He's, I think it's 30 businesses that he has his hand in, uh, his involvement in, and it's through, you know, personal finances that he's made in his life that he's able to invest in these companies. And you look at stuff like that. If you have your hand invested in 30 companies, you're doing something right. Yeah, 100%. And is he, is he involved in the day-to-day operation of these companies? No, there's no way. Yeah. No way, not 30 companies. Does he probably have conversations with him in a month uh, multiple times? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure he's there mentoring them as well, too. Yeah. But that's his that's his specialty. That's right. And I think that's what Herb is trying to get to is you can't be everywhere at once. You need to find your specialty and stick to that specialty. But your specialty could be managing businesses. That's right. Right. And that's 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 where we uh, and that's where I'm gearing my life towards now is having multiple businesses and managing those businesses effectively. That's right. That takes skill. That takes time and precision. Yeah. So, Dave, we had a listener ask us, you know, explain how you started your business. It doesn't have to be specific. I think there are some very generic things that our listeners can take away who are considering to leave. Well, what do I need to do? Or is there a legal mm-hmm. process? You know, where do we want to start with that? I can start. Uh, I'll start on how I got, um, you know, interested in starting my business was I was looking for an exit strategy. At the end of the day, I wasn't uh, happy with where I was working at the time. And we've talked about uh, our whys and everyone's going to have a different reason for why. You might be forced into that reason. You might be selecting that reason. You might have a passion for something. And that's what you need to follow is that passion. So you need to find that passion and follow. If it's not where you're working, then you need to find that passion and follow that passion. Simple steps you need to start doing is educating yourself on on whatever industry you're going into. Education, education, period. You need to get the education. If it's the fact that you need to become a certified, uh, for example, my industry, I need to become a certified janitor. You know, I that's what one of the qualifications I had to do. So I became a certified janitor, custodial technician. I'm certified. There's a whole bunch of other certifications I had to get for my company. And that's what I, I did. I went out and got those certifications. So each industry is going to have its own, right? You know, fitness industry or uh, real estate, for example, you want to get into, you got to be a realtor, right? You got to get your license. That's where you start. You start with the background of the education, just like there's no difference in doing that and picking a career when you're 18 years old. Or buying the car you want. Yeah. You're doing the research. You're finding do the research. That's right. Doing the research is the one of the most important, and that takes time. That takes a lot of time. And we talked about this before, about spending the time on that couch watching Netflix is not the time that you should be spending. You need to be spending that time putting it towards something else. And it's research and doing courses and getting your mind in the, in the uh, mindset of what am I going to do with the information that I've gathered from this business? Yes. Uh, what am I going to do with the information that I've gathered with this education now? Once you've done that, then you need to put it into action. So is it that you need to get real life experience? Do you need to go work for a company for a bit to gain that real life experience? You know, maybe, maybe because you know nothing about the fitness industry and how it works, maybe you've never been in the fitness industry, but you know you want to be a fitness coach. Well, probably your best bet is to go work in the fitness industry. Yeah. Go get a part-time job, right? Burn the candle at both ends. Harv- do what you do what you got to do to get the information you need. Dave Harv, in the beginning of his book on the Millionaire Mindset, spoke about that. He said, I wanted to know more about this particular restaurant. 
guess what he did? He was got successful. Guess what he did? He got a job. Sure. And it was washing dishes. It wasn't yeah, the general it? manager, which he was yeah. qualified for. He yeah. got in and he was able to see behind the scenes what happened. He left after a week. That yeah. was it. In and out. For sure. Needed what he got. Yeah. Your, your goal is bigger than what you're temporarily doing. Don't be afraid to take a job to gain the knowledge that you need for later jobs. So if that's the case, go do it. Um, and then you're good. I think you need to feel the fear. Right. Right. When you're in that comfort zone and you're just gelling along on the cloud, as we say, you're in the rowboat and the pond is calm. That's not cool. You need to get out to the rapids. You need to get where the water is rushing and you're making waves because that is your true test. Mentally, physically, are you prepared? And that is where you're going to do your learning. Mm-hmm. is when you're out there in those waves, right? right? You need to feel the fear. Once you start feeling comfortable, you're a blob on a log. You are, right. you, you're, you're just stuck. You're not going to accomplish that big goal that you want, right? Right. And once you have all the knowledge and once you have the background and you feel comfortable to pull the trigger, that's when you pull the trigger. That's when you pull the trigger. The, your decision is going to be compounded. It's going to, it's going to be a decision that you make on your own or maybe somebody makes it for you. Maybe the company that you work for folds, closes down. Now you have your backup plan. Maybe during like pandemic, it happened to a lot of people, right? Yeah. They didn't have backup plans. They were like, well, what am I going to do now? I have nothing to do. Yeah. I was just let go because my, the restaurant I worked for closed down. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I know a lot of people who re- reverted back, went back to their parents' home to live because they were renting uh, renting a, a condo and the company that they worked for closed down because they couldn't be open. Well, what do they do? That person didn't have a backup plan, right? So that's what you need to do. You need to make that decision. And maybe, maybe your family's involved in that decision, um, but it's got to be thoughtful and it can't be just off the cuff. And you got to think financial, you got to think how to support yourself. You got to think of all that kind of stuff. And maybe you don't leave the company that you're with and maybe you run in the background. I want to add in Dave, education is not a prerequisite for success. And I want to, I want to say that carefully. Okay, as I preface this topic, we talk about education because Dave and I want you to understand the industry or the sector. Are you are you going to be in an innovative business that you are creating something new in society that has never before been seen that is going to shake and completely redefine something? Or are you looking at small business? Are you looking at a franchise? You need to do your homework. What I and I believe Dave and I do not want you to do is waste your time with some university degree, putting yourself in debt, which really has no impact because at the end of the day, you're going to hire somebody to fulfill that educational need or requirement like Dave had mentioned earlier when it comes to marketing. Robert Kiyosaki, right. I love him. He's in he's in my industry and he constantly speaks about that. He laughs. He goes, I'm going to hire the, the person that's in debt with these 500 right. degrees uh, because they're going to make a very small income but working for me because they have the knowledge. Well, I can take my vision. I've made right. waves. I've, I've put into action and I need somebody with that expertise to now do these things. And it sounds a little chung in cheek and a little harsh, but that's the reality. We don't want you to go blow out your savings on a piece of paper when in reality it, it doesn't garnish or gain you anything, you right. know, but if you need that piece of paper, like Dave says, for a specific qualification and it's, it's an absolute must, you need to do it. Just don't go out there wasting your time. Do the research on the market, the industry, have a plan, put it into action and move forward. Get that yeah. coach, get somebody who's in your space. I think the next thing we could also address are maybe some of the structure setups. Right. So, you know, in my line of work, you're creating a corporation, you're going to need power team. What's a power team? Your power team is going to be the accountant. It's going to be the lawyer. 
It's going to be somebody in the marketing space. You need to have a whole team of professionals who all get along with one another. <laughs> they can all communicate with one another. And that can take time because, Dave, there were very early on, there were individuals that we thought were on our power team and understood our brand, our vision, our values and beliefs. Complete letdown. Right. Complete flops. Yeah. And they got to be pushed out and you have to rehire the right people again. And we've moved around trying to find those right people when mm-hmm. starting your business because you want to have that legal protection. You want to have the right legal people in position mm-hmm. to ensure your business is running smoothly and efficiently right. and effectively. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. And uh, don't just go with someone because someone else referred them to you. Find Do your own industry research. expert. Yeah. Do your own research of that person. Know the person's going to look out for your best interest, even though you're paying them. Uh, know that they're going to look out for your best interest and be open and make sure that they're honest with you in everything because you're investing. You're going to be investing money. You're going to be investing your time. You're going to be investing a lot of things. Maybe you're putting your house up. Uh, maybe you're taking such a big risk that you're going to take out equity in your home and put, and put towards this business. That's right. That's a lot. It's right? huge. So you don't want to you don't want to go in this half-assed. You want to make sure that 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 decision you're going to make to pull this trigger is with with a good team behind you. Ask them the questions. Have you owned a business? Are right. you in the franchise space? If you're going to have a lawyer hired on, and they're a lawyer that specializes in franchises, ask them. Have you owned a franchise? You're going to quickly find out many people in these types of spaces and sectors have never owned something that they are operating. Right. We quickly ran into some some you know tricky spots when we started finding realtors who have never Mm -hmm. once invested in real estate. They had no concept of what we were looking for, what we were trying to address. We were run into accountants, the same issue. So we started finding the right people on the team who invested in the space, who understand Mm -hmm. this business. Mm -hmm. And that will be applied in every business that you do. You know, consider yourself as somebody who is the the base of a tree and you're going to start to have limbs and branches and leaves of other business opportunities and you want to have on every branch and limb the right structure around to protect and to keep you there. As Dave says, it has everything to do with the money you put in. It has everything to do with the risk that's going to be taken and you need to be prepared. Yeah, it's that Rolodex, right? Yes, absolutely. The role yeah. I love that. But Dave, people might not know what a Rolodex is. Oh, that's is. right. Yeah, we're <laughs> aging. We're aging ourselves by using Rolodex, right? We're aging ourselves. Go to your phone and find the contact section. Old school, right? That there's your right. Rolodex. Old right? school. It's like yeah. the phones. Uh, yeah. Someone said to me the other day, "You talk uh, if you go like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you speak to anyone that was born after like 1995 or 96, they'll do this for talking on the phone." Yeah. yeah. And you're going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the phones. Phones had a receiver. And, Dave, you and can be surfing in California or that's Costa Rica right. like that that's too, right. if you just make the right change. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, you know, once you, once you've gone to those stages of the business, then you need to make a decision. You need to make a decision. Okay. Am I going to pull the trigger? So you pull the trigger and you get into doing the business. Yeah. Well, then you're there. That's, that's right. it. You've made that commitment. You're chugging along and now you just got to operate it. And that's the one thing that, um, I'm just learning to, uh, even though I'm a year in it's, it's learning that business portion. It's very fluid, right? It's ever fluid. Yeah. It changes. It changes all the time and you need to go with the direction of your clientele. And that's, that's where you're going to make your, a lot of your decisions is what is the clientele looking at right now and what direction are they going? All right, let's jump on that wave with them and we're going to surf this, surf it out. 
You know, again, I, I love Joe. We keep going back to him. It's too bad the episode kind of got cut out there at the end at right. seven. But he even said that you need to listen to your customers. That yes. is going to be the greatest deciding factor on what you do and how you pivot your business. Yeah. You know, so I, I think we, we, we got to have him on sooner than later. That's right. <laughs> yes, we'll have him back for sure. For sure. You know? But so, and that's and that's so that's that's basically it. So that's how you start. That's how you get going. That's uh, that's how you uh, you know make waves into changing your mindset into to doing the actual decision and um, and then you move forward. Be, be prepared for the changes that you will start to see in your family and friends. Yes, you are going to be judged. They may love you. But at the end of the day, they are not going to give you the right advice. I'm yeah. going to be bold. I'm going to be blunt. Hurt feelings reports are going to be filled. You need to accept and understand that if you have that goal and vision in life to operate your business and do something like leaving your job, the comforts of the promised pension, yeah. uh, be prepared for changes in your family and friends network. That is going to be crucial. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Great comment. So, so Awesome. Episode 15. Thank you for joining us. In the books. Dave, where do we find you? Instagram, David A. Moskowitz. Look me up. All Give right. Give me a follow. Love it. Uh, you can also find yours truly, Richard DiBiase, Instagram, TikTok. And uh, we love your feedback and comments. Please let us know. Thank you to the listeners who have reached out. Thank you very much. And uh, please share. Please subscribe. You're going to see us very shortly jumping on to YouTube and Rumble and uploading some of our videos into that space. So uh, if you prefer to watch the show, we can do that. And any listener ideas, let us know. We are always here to help and take you along through our story, our journey. That's right. Of what we are doing. So, uh do your homework. Keep reading. Dave, actually, what are you reading right now? This I am is important. Reading, yes, I am reading The Purple Cow. Yes. And uh, by Seth Godin. Great okay. book. It's about it's all about marketing, actually. Okay. So uh, it's it's really given me a good insight into marketing and finding that purple cow. I love so, it. Uh, it. It's a great read. Quick read, too. So, Perfect. And I'm yeah. wrapping up uh, Reinvention by Arlene Dickinson. And the next book I have, which will be starting uh, probably today, is going to be the 5 a.m. club by Robin Sharma. So uh, we've talked about it on the show. I'm already a 5 a.m.er, but I want to see what uh, he has to say. So amazing. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. And that concludes episode 15. Thank you for joining Dave and I on the Making Waves of Mindset show. We hope you were able to take something away from our program today. Remember, the journey isn't easy. It's going to take time and effort. Continue to dream bigger and make waves and take action. If you loved our program, please share and subscribe. Let us know your thoughts and opinions. You know where to find us. You can reach Dave at Dave A. Moskowitz on Instagram and yours truly, Richard DiBiase on Instagram and TikTok. We hope you continue to make waves and we will talk to you on episode 16.